Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. It is September 7th, 2023. It is Thursday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Glam Craft. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is Love yourself enough to set boundaries. Your time and energy are precious. You get to choose how you use it. You teach people how to treat you by deciding what you will and won't accept by Anna Taylor. So we are skipping tea this week because I am in the middle of the woods and I'm just going to share with you things I eat in the woods, which no one asked for. I'm just here talking about this stuff and like that's not why you're here. You're here for witch stuff and I'm just over here being like, listen to my homemade HelloFresh meals, but... That's where we're at. So one thing I love to take into the woods with me is a fun little beverage. Now, in the past, I've tried to make that fun little beverage wine, but I've just found that like I have no interest in wine in the middle of the woods. I cannot explain why. It just seems so uninteresting. So I like to find a little extra something to take into the woods. And I typically like to drink it um, when I'm being cozy for a movie night, right? So I'll bring movies because it's really nice to just watch movies with the backdrop of a forest, especially scary movies. So that's typically when I drink my fun little drink. Now, in the past, I've done like flavored sodas or like flavored sparkling water, uh, things like that. Um, cherry juice I've done, moon milk, which I've done, but this time I think I'm going to do like homemade Italian cream soda. So we have a coffee shop here called Envy and they make Italian sodas. And whenever I go for like witch book club, I will get one. So I think I'm going to do that. I was thinking of like going through these hoops of creating this homemade rose simple syrup, but I also just have pistachio and I think a pistachio Italian cream soda would be lovely. So that's what I'm bringing to the woods. And if you're thinking, is this supposed to be camping? What is she doing? It's not supposed to be camping. It's literally supposed to be like going into the middle of like a state forest and just sitting very quietly alone for a few days when I get to do little things that make me happy, such as fun little beverages and movies, and writing. So, there we go. Okay, moving on to some headlines. This comes to us from theweekender.com. The first ever Central Pennsylvania Bigfoot Encrypted Expo set for Ellsberg. And there's a little picture of Bigfoot. Oh, it's fun. The little poster has, like, a UFO and the Mothman. Fun. 
Okay. So this is Pennsylvania. Bowsburg, Pennsylvania, the first annual Central Pennsylvania Bigfoot Encrypted Festival will be held August 12th. Oh, we missed it. Well, you can prepare for next year. At the All Homes Day Park on Memorial Avenue in Islesburg, the events will be held from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Festival organizer Gwendolyn Purcell claims that Pennsylvania is the third highest state in Bigfoot reports, with Washington and California being second and first. There are a lot of festivals and conferences on the western side of the state. I wanted to bring something closer to home so people interested in the subject could attend. Bigfoot guest speakers include Matt Arner, Daniel Bignoy, Michael Cook, Sean Forker, and paranormal researcher Maxim Forek. Uh, yeah. Brendan Brown and Chuck Larson of Catskill Appalachian Research Collective are set to MC the festival and keep paranormal lovers entertained throughout the day. Over 25 vendors and five food trucks will be present. That seems like a fun time. Oh, I want a Bigfoot festival. It's funny. I want to go, but not bad enough to inconvenience myself to go to the other side of the state. So I want to go, but I want it to be close and convenient. <laughs> Which, like, truth, you know? But I wonder how it went. I wonder if they'll do a second year. You know what? Let's look it up. We have power. We have Google. So let's see if they're going to do a second. Maybe it was super popular. Maybe no one went. So we shall find out. Oh, they are doing it again. Okay, August 3rd next year. So put it in your calendar, Pennsylvania friends. Oh, good. I'm glad it went well. That's so nice for them. Oh, I love seeing people succeed in their things, you know, like especially something like this, like putting on an event or an expo or a convention or festival is not an easy feat. I'm kind of going through my first uh, hoops with that for the first time ever. And it's a lot of work. Do I enjoy the work? Yes. I have that like type A brain where I love a spreadsheet and I love lists. So putting together an event where I have to like meticulously cross-reference things makes me very happy. You can tell I'm an editor. Um, but it's a lot of work. And I definitely know there's some people who just can't do it. So when people do it, they go through all the work, and then it's successful. Ugh. What's better? Oh, I'm so happy for them. Okay, witches. I'm going to throw this over to our moon correspondent. And after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Thursday, September 7th. The waning crescent moon continues to verbally spar in Gemini today. Here, the moon squares Neptune. Neptune is one of the planets that are currently retrograde, and the square to the moon is fogging up all our mirrors. It'll be hard to navigate the world today, trying to figure out what's real versus what only feels real. Our emotions can sometimes feel as solid as the real world, and sometimes the real world can feel utterly ephemeral. This is one of those days where it will be hard to tell the difference. We'll need to turn on our brights as we try to navigate this energy. 
Find one true thing and let that be your sounding board throughout the day. Your daily moon mantra is, life is difficult because we don't appreciate the things that come easily. This has been your daily moon mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. In the Black Mountain region, Full Mouth is a town of women and children. When local mothers start dying, the town is panicked. At first, the citizens believe the deaths are suicides, yet 15-year-old Pearl is unconvinced. Pearl has known visions her whole life, has known the feeling of when the darkness shifts inside her and her power comes to the surface. But having recently moved to Full Mouth, the supernatural is suddenly magnified. She now finds herself able to commune with ghosts. She sees visions of how mothers will die. Relying on these powers, Pearl faces a daunting foe and the responsibility of saving the town. The only question is, will she be too late? Built on history, folk tradition, and witchcraft, The Swallows is a horror novel that explores a small town's connection to the spiritual world and the families that fill it. The Swallows by Kristen Clanton is available wherever books are sold. All right, we are back. So today we're talking about colors, and we kind of already know colors and witchcraft, right? It's like the first page of every witch book, or like, let's be honest, like 30th page, but still. We have some understanding of color correspondence, and especially when it comes to magic. Now, there's definitely a color correspondence when it comes to psychology, industrial psychology, um, and all these other things. So, which way for September, the 100th issue, we decided to talk about colors and how colors can help reduce stress. Sarah Marie Little writes, different colors can bring about different emotions and levels of energy. Warm colors like red, yellow, and orange evoke stronger emotions like love, power, passion, happiness, and anger. In contrast, cooler colors such as blue, green, and purple are often associated with feelings of calmness and can counteract feelings of anxiety. By using colors intentionally, it's possible to reduce stress and anxiety and improve your mood. According to Shirley Two Feathers from Color Therapy, warm colors like red and orange activate and stimulate us, while cool colors like blue and velvet are calming. This might be due to the biological triggers of daylight and nightfall. Um, honestly, also, like, side note, this is Tanya, but if you think about it, what is typically blue and green, right? Grass, trees, violet is usually like the night sky, very calming. Whereas yellow and red are going to be fire and sun. So yeah, I, I definitely see it. So here are some tips for using colors to reduce stress. Blue is associated with calmness, wisdom, hope, and peace. It is known to be a stable and secure color. To lessen stress and increase inner peace, incorporate blue into your surroundings. You can achieve this by introducing blue candles, painting your walls blue, adding blue accents or blue notebooks, journals, 
Another way to enhance your space is by adding water elements, such as a water bowl on your desk or near your bedside table. So yeah, my bedroom is actually like completely blue and white. Um, and it's because I wanted kind of that hotel feel um, along with I just liked blue. I, I'm like in a blue moment right now in my life. Next is green. So green is associated with nature. The color provides a sense of tranquility. Similar to blue, green is a highly influential color for reducing stress. To utilize this color, add more potted plants in your home, create an herb garden in your kitchen, or, or add pictures of nature on your wall. Spending time in nature itself can be very relaxing and stress-reducing. Next, we have pink. So according to feng shui principles, pink has a calming effect on a room's energy. It evokes feelings of harmony, tranquility, and inner peace. You can add pink accents to your room decor or wear pink clothing to benefit from this color. Pastel shades of pink, lavender, and light yellow are soothing colors. All right, lavender. So the color lavender is known for its calming and soothing effects, and it combines the stability of blue with the energy of red. It's often used in aromatherapy, massages, healing, yoga to promote relaxation, well, the scent. If you want to create a peaceful atmosphere in a room, mixing lavender elements with neutral tones is recommended. This helps to reduce stress and promote a sense of calm. Next is white. So I actually am a big fan of white linens. I really like white uh, bedding, towels, and things like that uh, because it just gives a sense of luxury to me. Um, but it does take a lot of work <laughs> to have your linens white. Uh, I've learned that. I have now switched over to blue, but I do try to still put in white for things like duvets because it just feels plush, you know? So, Sarah writes, white is associated with purity, freshness, clarity, and simplicity. Painting white walls or using white furniture can create a clean and calming atmosphere. If you feel that white is too sterile, you can opt for gray instead. Gray is a mature blue. Like blue, it is calming and soothing. If you want to get a clear uh, decision on something you're deciding on, you might want to wear white to evoke clarity. Next, we have red, orange, and yellow. Although blue is the most effective color for reducing stress, warm colors like red, orange, and yellow can also have stress-reducing effects in certain situations. To incorporate these colors into your surroundings or clothing, consider using small red, orange, or yellow accents. However, it's essential to avoid wearing too many of these colors when you're feeling stressed. It could increase stress levels. So although science has confirmed that colors can affect our emotions, what is relaxing for one person may not be for another. Additionally, you might find that a color such as blue reduces stress at one point in your life, but not another. As we grow and change, so do our reactions to colors. Color therapy involves consistently checking in with yourself and examining what colors evoke anxiety or stress or which ones uplift you. Take some time this week to explore how you respond to colors you wear and your environment. If you feel called, make some simple tweaks to your surroundings and to try to cultivate some serenity and calm. So I agree. 
Um, my bedroom is blue and white. My kitchen is white and yellow. And these are just colors I'm super into right now. They feel very calming. They feel very freeing to me for some reason. And then my living room, I like a Jeep, Jeep, deep jewel tones, such as like emerald and uh, what's that? Pur- what's that deep purple color? Like a, you know, a deep jewel tone purple color. So, yeah. It's nice. I've noticed I have nothing red. That's so fascinating because red is one of my favorite colors. Or at least I thought it was. Now I'm double guessing. Okay. Anyways. All right, witches. We are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. I want to give a shout out to listener Christina Benfield. Christina, you insidious bedazzled silky. Kelly Carrado, you loyal Arcadian seer. Tammy Ann, you esoteric pretty sun goddess. And Stephanie Pinion, you wise, tenacious garden nymph. Thank you so much for being Patreon supporters. I really, really appreciate it. And before we leave, we do have a card pull today from the Dark Magic Oracle. Our card today is Let's Go. This card has a spiritual aspect. While there may be a lot to be concerned about in the world right now, an overattention to burdens is not authentic. The person is wearing a mask that hides their identity, uniqueness, and divinity. Don't forget you are a child of the universe. Don't take life too seriously. Let go so it's time to connect to your inner child. Run, laugh, do something silly for fun. So daily practices... Drink peppermint tea to reinvigorate, inspire, and motivate you. Carry ruby, the raw stone. This passionate stone removes negative energies and helps you follow your bliss. And start your day with a self-massage before you get out of bed to connect with your body and awaken to your divine life. All right, witches. That is all I've got for you today. Don't forget any books, decks, headlines, sources, anything we referenced today can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com. And we will talk again tomorrow. Bye. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day.